0: I really think you're going to enjoy this one. For episode 24, I'm treating myself to this very funny man, Chris Parker. His Instagram videos got me through lockdown, and his 2023 stand up show, Lots of Love, was one of the best I've seen all year. I'm the Worst is produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people. I respect their elders past and present and acknowledge them as the traditional custodians of these lands, skies, and waterways. There is a little bit of swearing in this one, but it sounds adorable in Chris's Kiwi accent.
1: Here's the thing. I would say I am... I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm like a bit of a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Like, I am a rule follower. I hate to get in trouble. And the, and so, therefore, therefore, the things I have been in trouble for, you know, are like... Are nothing compared to some of these rebels out there who would be laughing at me, you know, but... For me to get called out for it, you know, was humiliating, even so, though it was nothing. Yeah. So the stakes are low. And so there is, I don't want to be like one of those people that's like, I guess I'm just a great person. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not.
0: It, not at all.
1: Do you think I'm a good person?
0: I Yeah, of course I think you're
1: a good person. <laughs> I think you're a good person. It's funny that yeah, you can just pick it up on vibes immediately though, can't you? If someone's good or not.
0: You do get a vibe.
1: I can catch a villain. Like that. You know, just like at at a glance, I'm like, villain. (laughs) (laughs) Villain.
0: Really? Yeah. I think so. I think I'm frequently seduced by villains. I don't mean like in an actual genuine romantic sense. I mean like...
1: We all want to have sex with a villain.
0: I will. Well, yeah, I guess so. If
1: I could have sex with a superhero or a villain, I would always have sex with a villain first. (laughs) Okay, so the... Well... I've done a little bit of introspection. I've like looked in. I've well, looked. This back. is really
0: nice of you because that is more than a lot of people do. But that's. But you are a rule follower, not a rebel.
1: I, so. thought, I, I thought about the prompt. I like to come prepared. Although, I don't clearly don't have done all my homework. You still got lots of follow up questions. Yeah. <laughs> but probably the worst. I think back to an era in my life, which was like maybe the closest I've ever been to like a player or like a fuckboy boy or like, <laughs> you know. And I was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm so sorry I believe, I believe it's so cute you calling yourself a fuck boy well like this is
1: the closest i have come to this I, right okay. was at the age of 12 years old <laughs> at my <laughs> anglican, <laughs> <high> anglican <laughs> intermediate school there was something about that time where because they at that school were there from like you know Beginning of primary school right through to intermediate school. And, and I went to another primary school which finished only at primary school age, and so they had to go there for years. So year you seven dropped in eight. on
0: that. Heaps of those people have been mixing yeah. with, with each other for years.
1: Yes. Well they kind of knew each other and they knew of each other. That's the girl who, you know, came out of the pool with like bogeys coming out of her nose. <laughs> That's the person they like pissed themselves is a real, in church is the or whatever. bogey
0: girl a real girl.
1: Well, yeah, I think we yeah we've all okay. been that girl once.
0: We've all been that girl.
1: <laughs> when you were having a good time under the water the pool, and then you come back <laughs> up and you're like, <laughs> kind of grinning at everyone, and there's this like fluorescent snot coming out of your nose. Yeah. So I started St. St. Michael's All Angels. That was the school um, when I was 11. So I was there for years seven. That is a very
0: optimistic name for a school.
1: <laughs> they weren't. They were all not all angels. Angels. <laughs> it was. Very religious, very small little school in in town, in Christchurch, city, and um, there it's a small little school. You know, there's like there's 200 of us all up, and I come in year seven, 11 years old, with um, a face that has little to no definition to <laughs> it. Just like I look like like a pre cooked sausage, you know that? Like just <laughs> just. No It's just like Forehead how, To chin how To much, neck
0: how, how much Have you consulted Visual representations of the time To make that call Or do you just Is that just I your, look back f- up photos Is that how you f- that how, how Did I you felt. feel like it You Absolutely. felt like A very cool sausage At the time This
1: was an era Where like I would say Mum I think I have IBS And <laughs> mum would say to me I think you should stop Eating Tim Tams In the morning <laughs> before school i was definitely <laughs> eating a lot of my feelings and then just sort of running into the day and then sort of like shitting myself on a bus it was sort of what was going on and it wasn't ibs <laughs> mum was right it was just it was tim tams for breakfast
0: i mean it could have been a bit of ibs it wasn't
1: it's because it's gone now because okay. i now i have a normal well, yeah, breakfast so
0: was the stress so is the stress of early adolescence True. gone God. and that could that could be stress can bring on IBS
1: there was a part of me at this time that was like I'm gonna come into the school a new man like they like I'm gonna gel my hair <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be cool like I was like I think I, I already even I was 11 I still had the idea of like a rebrand or like <laughs> kind of giving yourself a a fresh start at the age of 11.
0: Babe, you were every Kiwi and Australian moving to London. Yes. Like, I just, these people don't know me. This is a real chance to be the me that's been hidden inside for so long.
1: And so I ditched, like, all the old parts of myself. Like, like I was doing ballet and I was doing, you know, like, I was, you know, a, a very sort of, like, sweet, performative little boy and I sort of came in. With a bit of a swagger, I guess you could say. Like a
0: chin up. Yeah, a bit yeah, of
1: chin up. Yeah, sort of. And this is the time now, like, I think primary school is, it's crazy, isn't it? You're just running around, making towers, jumping off those towers. You're sort of swinging around, playing cats, playing dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's acid rain. You're sort of playing, uh, you know, all those sort of make believe games. And then intermediate school, it's like, all right, who wants to kiss who? around by these bike sheds who, you know, it's girlfriend, boyfriend town. And there was no room for having a boyfriend for me because I was not ready for that. And it was also, it was, it was it was 11. So, you know, like in intermediate school, it's like the way that, it's not like, because I don't think I actually had a genuine crush on anyone at that age. But there's like politics with who you uh, get put with. It's like the coolest boy and the coolest girl get put together. Yes. Then their next best friends, and then their next best friends, and then like, and then I'm sort of like friend. Yeah. There are some e kind F. of,
0: there's virtual spreadsheets. Like yes. they're not real, but it really is a, like you, you're a puzzle piece, and you will only fit in one place.
1: Exactly. Like you have to date her because like you're both as popular as each other, which mm. is to say, not very popular at all.
0: Mm. Really? <laughs> well, I mean, F's not too bad. It depends on the size of the field. I
1: wasn't like, Pete, you know, like I was sort yeah. of, I was, I would say top bracket. Because you
0: know what? You might have had the face of a pre-copped sausage, but you had a <laughs> personality. <laughs>
1: of a closeted homosexual.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very attractive to an 11-year-old girl.
1: A hundred percent. And you could imagine, like, I was, I was dialing it up. I was, I was, you know, goofy, campy Chris, and the girls were putty in my hands. <laughs> And I had a girlfriend by the end of year, 11, year, year, what is it? Year seven. Um, and, you know, it was like, I think she was the one, but then we broke up and then I started seeing another girl and then we started dating for a bit. And then I remember having a conversation with the first girl that I was dating. I was like, I think we should be, Boyfriend and girlfriend again because it's not working with me and this second girlfriend. And then there was a period of overlap where I was cheating on the first one, the second one, I mean, with back to the first one. It's bad. And then she found out and I got called out at lunchtime. Called out? Yeah, well, kind of like you're having an affair, but like it wasn't. It was like.
0: Do, Do you think she used the word affair?
1: I think it was like cheating or like how. Could you d- betray me like could this? You
0: betray me? Yeah, probably how could you betray me? That that sounds right.
1: The stakes were low, but they... I, no, I was going to say they fell high. I don't even think they fell high. I think I was like 11 years old being like, what are we doing? Like, we could all be dating. Like, this could be this polyamorous, like, swirl of world. Like, we're not... It's We're all just holding hands. That's all we're doing. It's this thumb play.
0: Yeah, nobody's catching diseases here. <laughs> no, what does cheating matter if there's no disease? But of a whole
1: handhold, it's if not it like she's the road.
0: pregnant. Um, do what, but but the outrage of you overlap of you committing an overlap. When you're not even interested in the entire gender. Cause you know, like that's the usual that's the like, that's the way you justify a cheat. Like in my head, I'm always like, that's heartbreaking, and it's so disappointing. And why can't people show each other respect? But I guess what happens is just sexual attraction is that strong that yeah. some people <laughs> betray not just their partner, but themselves. And you were eleven
1: Not sexually attracted to not anyone, to anyone at that all. I was saying. I honestly think I was running at it for drama. You know, like there was a part of me that was just in it for the story and not in it for, like, I was not. That's why I was bad because I just wasn't thinking about these poor girls whose.
0: These beautiful girls.
1: Whose hearts I was, I guess, breaking. I don't know how they felt. But we did say that we loved each other at some point on the phone.
0: You did? On the phone? Actually, I
1: remember saying. (laughs) This is so embarrassing (laughs) to one of them. I think it's. I think I love you. And they're being like. I don't know about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we're 11. I was like, oh, yeah, true. Well, okay, bye. Like, hanging out <laughs> the home phone. This story is set in 1963, apparently.
0: <laughs> what year were you 11?
1: This would have been the sweet, sweet year of 2001. <laughs> 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 oh, no, I had a bad joke about the Twittels. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> <they> just be prepared... <laughs> They had been
0: They had been hit
1: <laughs> But that's the time period That's what she called Those it was two post, ladies It was post nine eleven. You 9/11. hit the twin
0: towers um, And
1: that's the only excuse, excuse For my behaviour
0: Yeah you were just really It was just in the really effects Of sort us. of
1: post nine eleven, And I was like A type breaks Of people's hearts
0: None of us were ours Do you, I was so much older than you At 9-11 Well this isn't on nine eleven podcast But I was really shaking I was Isn't this a... podcast
1: called How old were you During 9 <laughs> It's called <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was called. What scars did you take? Because I, um, yeah, I went, I went mad after nine eleven. When the plane, when a plane would go overhead, I was yeah. living on a flight path, Chris. Oh yeah. And then, when a plane went overhead, I had to go out into the b- backyard and watch it go over safely.
1: I just remember that morning. I mean, this is we shouldn't really be going no, into this, but it's, this is it's definitely a very specific getting edited out. <laughs> thing where it was. First thing in the morning you know and i was getting ready to break some hearts at school and my mum came running into my room wake up terrorists have hit the trade, like the, the, Sorry, the twin she... towers and that's how i woke up <gasps> like that i was 11 years old i was like what like i didn't even know of what the twin towers were no you were. wouldn't
0: have known that's what the twin and towers like,
1: tourists she's like terrorists it's like tourists i was like listen to me terrorists like screaming and I was like, I could not wrap my head around it because she was dealing with like the towers going down. But I was dealing with like new words, architecture. Like I, I was, I'd never thought of, I'd never been to America. I just, all I know of in America was Disneyland. And suddenly there's New York, there's Twin Towers. There's a difference between tourists and terrorists. <laughs> and I was like, so what is a terrorist? And she's like, they're like tourists, but they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so the longest time I was like, I said, like people who are kind of visiting, but like want destruction that's all I could sort of think of a terrorist as. Wow, you. Anyway, you've got to be careful about how you break this. Your, I this know. News what to your was kids. your mum
0: thinking? She's but she like, was in the
1: moment. I mean, she I was wouldn't... in
0: the moment, but she's like, I must wake my eleven-year-old. But how boy. do you tell
1: your like first thing in the morning?
0: Yeah, don't. That's not. Do
1: you go? You let the kid have the morning. You let them have breakfast. Oh, maybe you should watch the news. Like, oh, how do you?
0: How do you break the twins? when it's
1: happening to you? But mum has always sort of does that does that kind of stuff. Like one time I was asleep, um, and I think she came home drunk from like, which is she's not like an alcoholic, but her and dad love a wine and they'd gone to like a fundraiser or something and then mum woke me up at like a, like midnight on like a school night and was like, wake up, I bought you possum fur gloves. <laughs> and I, was, like, and I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, to bike to school when it's cold in the morning, here are the gloves. And I was like, hey, thanks. And then she, you know, went away. So I think she never was, sort of worried about giving me a startle you know Uh, it was never a concern of hers you know it's just like a weird distant memory did you
0: wear did you wear the possible gloves
1: yeah I think I've actually still got them (laughs) like I'll lose a phone charger like a week once a week (laughs) there's something about these gloves that will never (laughs) leave my body I'm gonna be buried in them I had this thought when I was in a float tank once did you that I was like oh all I am is an empty coke bottle floating down a gutter (laughs) <laughs> I guess the gutter is life.
0: And the float have you is done one of those float tanks? Tank. No, and you telling me that makes me less likely because <laughs> I don't want to think. They're waffles. kind of
1: amazing. Yeah. Um, How
0: often do you do one?
1: I just got given one as a present. Oh, sorry, not
0: a whole tank, a voucher for a float. No,
1: not a whole tank. Not a whole voucher whole tank. for a float.
0: I got a flotation tank <laughs> given as a present.
1: Wow, this is. This is a big call, yeah. I, lo- I mean, thank you. This is expensive, but absolutely, yeah. What's the maintenance on this thing?
0: The space it would take up, because you'd have to put it in your lounge. It's not like you're fitting it in your bathroom or your kitchen.
1: I would put it on the. St- I'd park it like a car. That's cute. On the street, and with like a plug going out my the kitchen window. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a lock, and blip blip, and then you can like just see your neighbour like. Hop into their outside because some people would have like a like a spa pool, I guess. Yeah, it is essentially.
0: It's a spa, a spa with a spa lid. Yeah, yeah, spa with a lid. You recommend it?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's this is wild, but worth... this is not this is not the first time flotation tanks have been mentioned on this podcast.
1: Really? Did S- someone do a bad thing in one?
0: No, no, just. <laughs> Just casually, as we were meandering to the story, Sammy J mentioned that he j- he was fresh from a flotation tank. So what it a way to f-
1: catch him for a pod. Yeah, I right. cried in mine, like, and I don't know why, but they're just they're just insane.
0: Were you playing music?
1: No, it's it's a the, sensory it's deprivation chamber. Yeah, okay. be-
0: I don't know <laughs> Funny, because like, I did a break room once where Adele, you smash while you're like things, floating around yeah. naked in a pool. <laughs> So you are naked? 100%. No yeah. possum fur gloves no, in the ocean tank? No, it's
1: so horrible. And all I could think is like, dear God, let there not be a camera in here. Like, in like, imagine if a pervert had stuck like a, talking about the worst things you could possibly do, sticking a sort of infrared camera in the, inside of a float tank. Because you have never been more vulnerable <laughs> no. than just floating like, completely was, naked and you know
0: there's crying and there's nude but then there's crying in the nude
1: because you never hate your body more than when you look down at yourself in a bath
0: is that I mean could that be why you were crying
1: <laughs> no cuz there's no lights on <laughs> okay i think honestly i don't know what happened i like i genuinely it doesn't take a lot for me to kind of lose my mind in any sort of experience but mm. in that specific How quickly? situation.
0: It's like a half hour float. When did I you start? I think it's 45. 45. It's a long time. That's a that's a big gift because you know that friend could have given you just 30.
1: Yeah, true. Could have given you just yeah, a totally. taste and they gave that. you
0: a full th- 45.
1: That's actually another terrible thing I've done. Like we got a bunch of wedding gifts for our wedding and we have not thanked everyone for those gifts yet. But there's a little part of me that was like you literally went to the wedding of the decade. <laughs> That you're welcome. We spent so much money on you all. But I know we should thank them because they gave us, like, plates. No, I don't
0: and... think, I mean, yes. But I think you're meant to thank people. I would be very surprised if anyone is waiting on the thank you.
1: I just, I think about it once a week. I'll just go, Gotta thank everyone. Like, oh. you know?
0: <laughs> Maybe you should just do it to get it off <laughs> your mind.
1: Are you, you married? Yes. Did you have a big wedding? No. Oh, that's right. We've discussed this.
0: We did, didn't we? We at did a discuss this. We were at a wedding discussing our <laughs> weddings.
1: But did you get gifts? Uh,
0: no. Um, uh, no, we didn't get gifts. We didn't do a registry. We didn't do gifts or anything. Because we've just
1: been thanked, have you noticed, for attending the wedding in, in an email. I know. Isn't that lovely? <laughs> Don't say that. I didn't thank people for coming to mine.
0: It's excessive, but they were always going to be excessive.
1: Mm. Yeah, true.
0: Like, they just... Um, together, they're very thoughtful. Thoughtful people.
1: <sighs> I should. I want to be considered a thoughtful person. You know, I think I don't want people running around being like, you know, what we made such an effort to dole up and go to their wedding. Sure, they spent thousands of dollars on us, fed us, entertained us, gave us the night of our lives, but not a single thank you for coming.
0: Will this make you feel better? My first nearly wedding, the engagement that I broke off. We broke it off three weeks before the wedding and we forgot to tell some people. Oh, my and goodness the only me. way they found out was they panicked that they hadn't got something from the registry and tried to jump on the registry and they were like, where's the registry gone? We just forgot to tell them. Oh. But it was a big time.
1: That is amazing. God.
0: Three weeks before...
1: Uh, that is a that's a life well lived to have a story like that literally casually up your sleeve. Like we discussed nine eleven, and then you were like, oh, also I got three weeks it, before a yeah, wedding, I've called it off. Yeah,
0: the three weeks is, but you know, like three weeks is better than on the day.
1: Yeah. No, I would, no, I don't know. No, well, not for a story. On the story. day, you're like, Som- on something the day terrible's a- happened, you know, an affair or, you know, a murder.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, like three weeks before is almost not a good story. It's almost They're a safe like, enough nah. distance. There were, there, was some, there were some deposits lost. It's fine. And I couldn't tell him. Um, I just was having these visions of me <laughs> crouched and hiding in a bush and people being like, Claire, come out. You've got to get married. Like that was the vision I repeatedly was having. And I was like, this is a bad sign. So we went to a... Marriage counsellor You know like We went, we paid for someone Yeah And I reckon It was five minutes Into the session A bit like your cry In the flotation tank It doesn't take long For you to be like I don't want to get married here. Oh like my it, god <laughs> I wish we could have Got the rest of the feedback Because it didn't take long
1: Oh my god Are you still with Friends the, the Friends
0: Friends Yeah oh. Wow mm.
1: That is What did you do on the day That the wedding was supposed to be
0: No idea Cannot remember didn't, didn't mark it in any way. I genuinely don't remember what we did. Does
1: it feel like a past you? Like a different you?
0: No, it feels so like me. Really?
1: Yes. Me be like that?
0: Like the, um, like I still feel like I could imagine myself crouching in a bush and refusing to come out if I were being made to do something I didn't want to do. What
1: allowed you to get married the second time? Sorry, went full Oprah. Like, didn't even blink. Just love did it. you right into your what soul.
0: Allowed me. Well, I guess I liked the guy. So love, love. It might have been love. I thought I loved. I thought I loved the other guy, and I probably loved the other guy.
1: But not enough to get married.
0: Yeah, don't know what it was. Um, yeah, and so with um, so with Wade, my current current husband. Yes. he he. Um, he proposed extremely casually, but also really quickly.
1: Like my mum announcing 9-11 had happened. He ran into yeah. the room. He
0: ran into Wake the room. Up. Wake up! <laughs> We're getting married! Wow. Um, he didn't. He w- But it was like, um, when I first, I think it was a week after I met him, he said, I'm going to ask you to marry me one day. And then um, I feel really worried that I've said this story on the pod before. I don't know. Oh, they well, they wouldn't that, that be it. horrible? Well, nice skip to hear it a second time. Ten seconds is all it will take me. He said, so he said it... Very quickly, he said, I'll marry you one day. And it was only a few weeks later. It was like, can I just ask you now? And that's how he asked. And he didn't have any rings or anything. It was so lacking yeah. in formality that it tricked my, like, I think I'd I, I just get the cringe easily. And this whole idea mm. of putting on a costume and doing mm. a show was giving me the cringe.
1: Well, I would, I'm, I think... The opposite in the sense that, like, I want it to be as earnest and as big as possible. Okay,
0: you told me a little about your wedding. And yeah. this is, we're so off topic now, it's but fine. that is fine. It doesn't matter. And this of, is because... the
1: best thing I've ever done, you know? But, like, it was the best day of my life. It was, but it was very, like, emotional and earnest, and, like, it wasn't a lot of jokes, and we just, like, sobbed. That's and... the
0: thing I can't get. So there would, it was not, it was earnest.
1: Incredibly earnest. We were like, we sat down and we were like, what do we want out of this? And we're like, we want it to be deeply romantic, sincere, and earnest. <laughs> it was so, like, dry. It was like, not dry. It was very um moist. It was a very, very wet, moist. It was a very moist wedding, like lots of tears. Soppy, very soppy. I cried, like, even, like, it started with a conversation with our celebrant, like, maybe, because it was all like, We've got to get the gastro trays for the tiramisu. We need to run across town and get the little candle, the jars. Like, that's all you're doing in the lead up to the wedding. You're not actually thinking about, like, what why is you're doing it.
0: between you- yes. the two of you. Yep.
1: And then we're sitting down with our celebrant. And she's like, so, like, how is it going to work? Like, how are you going to kick it off? And I was like, so, basically, we will um, welcome her. <laughs> and, like, it... <laughs> I, she, she thought I had like a stroke Because I like My head went back And I was like, like I lost the ability to speak And it was like A tap had opened And I was like, like And I could not Say a single word Without sobbing And I'd be like And then the people Need to know where the bathrooms are Like still sobbing and sobbing Just trying to get through it And it didn't stop It didn't stop And we sobbed From that night The day before right through the evening, the next morning, getting ready, heading to the venue, still crying, the wedding, welcoming people, sobbing, (laughs) like just (laughs) sobbing the whole time. So I would get up, do a speech, I would sob again, like just, it was clearly, just needed to purge emotionally. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm a big emotional wreck. You know, I love to sob. (laughs) But this is like, this is me tooting my own horn. We should be going into like, the, how I'm terrible The
0: full debrief About how terrible you are You're not Look you haven't thanked All of those guests It's like it's, True Like it's um, They And they what, Gosh what? it's a bit It's a bit grotesque in a way That you got all of your Big feelings out And they helped And yeah. then Let's not Let's not talk about I that I should actually again. Send an let's apology oh, yeah. I'm
1: so I'm sorry For all the tears <laughs> Hey Hey guys Thanks It's been a year Since the marriage Actually looking back on that I am so sorry <laughs> That was a lot. That was actually a lot of us. And um, yeah, if you want to like debrief about it, let us know. <laughs> Cue them coming over, sobbing again.
0: Did you make those girls cry?
1: This is such an amazing thing to hear in this podcast. I, I sound. That's like the most horrific sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> Did you make those girls cry? Um. I would say there were tears shed. It actually leads into another very interesting part, and I think it's all linked into like the sexuality stuff of that age. Because once I finished my time at St Michael's, there was one last blow, like one last heart to break, and it was a girl in the in my class who was like not in our clique of the cool kids. And I mean, we we're eleven and twelve, so we're not that cool. And I've still got gel in my hair, but like we thought we were hot shit. And she knows I'm single, ready to mingle, and she asks if I want to go on a date with her to the movies. And I remember talking to my mum, being like, "I am leaning on the minion soft toy.
0: It's a giant minion soft toy, <laughs> and you just put your arm around it like you're sitting in a cinema." <laughs> <laughs> so, so the minion will be playing the part of the girl who asked you to the movies.
1: This is a reenactment. <laughs> I said to mum, oh, I don't want to go on this date. I don't want to go. And mum's like, oh, she's a nice girl. Go on the date. And I was like, oh, I just don't want to do it. Like, I don't... I'm moving on. I'm not going back to the school. Like, I have no interest in being friends with her. Like, it's horrible, it's horrible, it's horrible. But that's just... You just know sometimes, don't you? That like, you don't click with this person. And I could tell for her it was like a date. And then I... Went to Burger King before the movie with her. I faked a migraine and I went home. It's bad, eh? It's so mean. She definitely cried.
0: And she cried. Yeah. She cried while you were... So did she... Oh,
1: I don't know if she cried. I'm saying she... I'm guessing she cried.
0: You just know.
1: It's a really mean thing to do.
0: Do you, but you're assuming she knew that it was a
1: ruse? She may have thought, I I mean, I may have been a good enough actor that I was like, oh, I've got this searing migraine. Like she may have believed it. Also just so crack up for like a 12 year old to be like, I've got this migraine, but I did get them a lot. Did you? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. You got migraines a lot.
1: I got migraines a lot. I don't want to say. It was a big part of my personality. Yeah. (laughs) I was always like nosebleeds and migraines.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) A real fuckboy then,
1: yeah. <laughs> the name of my next book. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of migraines, yeah. It was always like, oh God, Chris has got a migraine again. I'd be like, I just need one spew to get it out. And then I would spew and then the migraine would go.
0: <laughs> I only just heard today about the spew to get it out.
1: Yeah, what is that about? I had
0: no idea that, that you could that, spew to get it out.
1: Yeah, you got a terrible Years migraine. I've been getting
0: migraines and I didn't realise a spew would get it out.
1: Is that actually true? <clears throat> I
0: don't know. That's what It I've worked got.
1: for me. It's like looking at the sun when you need to sneeze. Which I don't recommend, but it does help. Oh, there's nothing worse than when you feel it coming. I once was in a car of a friend whose mum smoked and it just triggered something, and I got a terrible migraine, had a spew, had some pizza. It was actually amazing. It's one of the best days of my life. You know, because you want the pizza, you're like, fuck, this migraine's getting in the way. The trauma of a spew, the absolute uplift of I'm free for pizza. Life couldn't be sweeter. Have something almost taken away from you from you like that because of something so selfish like a migraine. <laughs> so I've lost my mind. Anyway, this girl, I feel terrible. Like I do think I should probably, in the sense of like reaching out or like well, the wedding invitation, you know, just going back to her and being like, "Oh God, I'm." This is different so to the sorry. wedding
0: invitation. I think this is the sad thing about these stories of like. Shame or regret, yeah. For you to go to her yeah. to apologise, to get to get a post-spew uplift for yourself, but just to remind her. And she's been like, it's "Do you know 20 how you? Years. Yeah. Do you know how you really liked me? This is how much I wanted to get out of a date. Like, what <laughs> use is that to her?" Oh, no. oh, God. Don't tell ta- No need. She's built
1: herself back up. Like, she's not even thinking about it. Or she's, me.
0: She's had herself a tearful wedding to someone who truly loves her.
1: But don't you think there's that little fucking awful part of yourself that's like, does a TV appearance or whatever, and you're like, oh, they probably caught me on the TV and are thinking about that time I ditched them in the BK. <laughs> you ca- Don't say that you don't have that thought ever.
0: Yeah, but I don't think about the person I ditched in the BK. <laughs> I think of people I embarrass myself in front of,
1: and they're like, "Look at her now." Yeah, and she's all on and a bag of chips it, on the TV.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, because you have it because you act so so cocky on the mm. TV. It is a very very fake version of yourself, <laughs> and you want to so you want to like point your. F- Fingers up and like jazz hands your way through the TV show, but you also just want a little subtitle underneath that goes, "P.S. Claire knows that she's actually a piece of shit, and that you used to <laughs> laugh about her singing like at high school." You know, yeah, that's right. P.S. <laughs> yeah. Yes, a professionals put, put through this hair. <laughs> right?
1: there is food stain on all his clothes? So
0: I'm. It's so because so, you get the. Do you occasionally get the post show or the post TV appearance shame where your skin crawls with how?
1: Yes. It's like it's like when you,
0: because you have to be gorgeous, but then you feel really ashamed. Like I don't really believe this,
1: or just you say stuff. You're like, I don't believe that. Oh, mm. Why did I say that on the TV? Thinking I was all that. Oh yucky, Mr. Sassy Pants <laughs> walking around like he's hot shit. Yeah, I do feel bad, but you're right. You know, but there's like nothing you can do about it, is there? It's just life is fucking brutal. You're just an empty Coke bottle floating down a gutter. This this is why I cried, I guess.
0: Well, hopefully many other people are listening and crying now.
1: (laughs) I'm just being like, shut this guy up.
0: I thought Chris Martin would be quite upbeat. (laughs) 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 He's (laughs) lost his mind. Life
1: is brutal. Life is brutal though,
0: isn't it? Yeah, life is so brutal.
1: Like you want to protect yourself and others from like these horrible encounters. But, you know, kids are shit. Kids are so shit aren't they? They're horrible to each other.
0: They're horrible to each other, man. Absolutely
1: 100%. Have you ever had to tell off other kids? Like hey, come like don't, you know, I've always feel like that's a weird, Oh, like, I mean all kids are not my kids, but like I find it quite weird to have to be like stop that to like a stranger's child.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like if you've got somebody playing a bit rough with your kids at the park, their parents not around. It does feel it Do they feels feel like really an iPhone? weird.
1: <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do they feel like, hey, don't hurt that thing. It's mine. It's really expensive. Uh,
0: I'm, trying to, I'm trying to take myself back to so when I didn't have children and compare the feeling. Because <laughs> my iPhone has diminished in value since I had kids, I reckon.
1: <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, do they feel like a nice thing that you're like, don't get, don't put a crack in that?
0: Yes. That's... Yes. I'm going
1: to have to fix that and yeah. pay for that. It's expensive.
0: I guess that's sort of the feeling of maternal love, <laughs> I zero, guess.
1: Clearly, zero maternal instinct in me. Does it feel <laughs> like an iPhone? Does it be, a human child?
0: Does a human child feel <laughs> like an iPhone? No, I think it's a good comparison. Good job. <laughs> oh, God. You're, just, you're definitely not going to parent.
1: No. But. I mean... I. I'd I didn't think I was going to get married even though I yeah. wanted to. But then Michael, my husband, was like not super keen on marriage and then decided to like absolutely get me and turn it around like that and propose. But um, yeah, we're both pretty like, God, how good is it to sleep in till 11 a.m. and make zero sacrifices in your life and your day. Mm. But I know that like unconditional, like, but there's so much of like, unconditional love and then like who's going to take care of us when we're like old oh
0: who cares because we'll it's not someone. definitely going to be your kids is it
1: <laughs> no don't you think no you every time i pay for my mom and dad's dinner i'm like what a fucking legend am i yeah <laughs> this they must be loving this that's what i think yeah. even though they're like trying to act generous and be like what a nice act of generosity in my brain i'm like they'll be loving this They'll be like, oh, we raised him, right?
0: Yeah, they'll be, they must be very proud. There's no,
1: there's no such thing as true altruism, is there?
0: No, there's not. I don't believe in pure altruism. It's like when I ran with the boy
1: who was blind in my primary school class, only because I got to do a little bit less of the cross-country with him. <laughs> so bad. They're like, who wants to be friends with this guy who was blind in our class? He had like, And I was like, I'll be friends with him because I knew at the cross country I'd run with him and I'd only have to do a lap and a half not three laps it's bad isn't it
0: what a great man
1: (laughs) but we did actually become friends for a little bit but then I went to St Michael's to break some hearts (laughs) (laughs) yep didn't realise you'd be interviewing a real fuckboy did you (laughs)
0: oh my god thank you so much
1: hey I have got out a lot I felt like people would just talk about one thing and I was like what else have I got I threw out oh
0: I want and I'd go I'd go longer but I've got to take my children to the theatre
1: oh yeah because I'm
0: a very good parent
1: and one day they'll be taking you to the theatre thinking oh legend I wonder.
0: I think, yeah thinking I am the best <laughs> child no you're not I did this millions of times for you
1: <laughs> it's, what's crazy is they're never even going to remember this Oh god,
0: don't. Yeah. Do you remember going no, to theatre? That's probably true. It's I do remember going to the theater. Don't don't restart this podcast with this conversation, <laughs> but yes, I remember going to the theater. Every this...
1: single experience.
0: No, probably not yeah. every single experience, but I remember a few specific ones and a general vibe of you how should... excited I was when it happened.
1: I'm just thinking now. This is like my last bit of a, my only bit of advice.
0: My last bit of sorry, only bit of advice.
1: <laughs> you should make it really memorable by doing something totally insane during the, the performance so that they never forget it be like mid-show have you seen the footage of 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> i'll never forget it great okay <laughs> create memories worth lasting
0: oh my god i'm gonna have to introduce them to 9-11 one day do they know No, of course not
1: that's crazy isn't it
0: well, they're not even 11 yet, Chris. It's the perfect which age. It's the perfect age to <laughs> you be running in in the morning. Terrorists!
1: 6 a.m. in the morning. 6, 6 a.m. Just give it a you crack, pull, see, pull see how it goes down.
0: <laughs> Chris Parker has a book you can buy for yourself because you probably deserve it. It's called Here for a Good Time, or you can just watch his videos for free on his Instagram. He won't mind at all. On a slightly serious note, Next week is the memorial of the extraordinary and beloved Cal Wilson. I will be releasing an episode. It's a conversation with one of her favourite musicians. We don't talk about Cal, but we do get very deep. Till then.